Hey everybody, Jason Chandler here. Darren Banyan, Timothy Bennett. And this is another episode of B&B Goes to the Movies. Speaking of which, are you guys excited for movies to be opening up the theaters? I could care less. You can care less because you can't, you can't go. You never have time to go. Basically. I haven't been to a movie. I think Captain America Civil War was the last movie I saw in the theaters. Ooh, that's a good movie. So it's, the it's been a grip. I, uh, I saw the, the part two of, of It. Uh, that was the last time I was in a theater. But Boy, how prior, disappointing was that? Oh, I loved it. But prior to that, um, it was before Kaylee went into labor. Mm. That was John Wick 3. <laughs> Yeah, I could care less about the movies, too. I mean, I like the sound and the big screen, but There's I something... always fall asleep. The chairs are too damn comfortable. Right. It's too dark. I enjoy going movie. to the movies, but it's been so long. Like, I don't miss it either. Like, I feel like I'd enjoy it if I went, but, like, there's nothing that really, like, drives me to go to the movies. I I don't know. There, it, it, there's this weird feeling about it because, yeah, kind of like what you're saying, like, I, I think I miss the movies. I love going to the movies. I've always yeah. loved going. To, that's why I've worked at you know, two, three theaters in my lifetime. And Brag. I, I just don't know. There's, it's a different feel now. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it was even before quarantine. It was I wonder like. how expensive the tickets are going to be to make shit, up right? for what they lost yeah. in the last year, huh? I don't have $50 to go to the fucking movies. <laughs> I don't know what happened. At some point in the last couple of years, I just fell away from wanting to go to the movies as much as I it's so attractive and I still want it it doesn't feel the same I also, anymore I also yeah. feel like there just hasn't been a movie that really screamed at me I have to see that in the theater that's true I used to it didn't matter what fucking movie was coming out I went and seen Elf like five times in theaters and I didn't even like it it was uh, I saw You, Me, and Dupree in the theaters so did I Jesus <laughs> comedies have never been I went to those when I lived across the street from the theater but comedies, I never was like have to go. But it was Star Wars, Deadpool, and the new Spider-Mans are the only ones that were like, I want to see that in the theater for sure. Deadpool, any of the Marvels for sure. Yeah, yeah apparently those, I'd be good. Apparently well, we went yeah. a couple times. We went and seen Thor 2, you said. Or 3. No, 2. No, you and I saw Godzilla together. We saw 2. That's a... We <laughs> may have seen. I thought we saw Thor 2. <clears throat> Maybe we did. I can't um, remember now. I don't know. But the... I'll go, I, I always loved watching any of the, the Marvel stuff. In Anything that's got sure. that much work put into it is fun to Deserves watch. Deserves to be yeah. watched in something that epic. The question is, are you guys an IMAX person? It's I, been so long since I've been I'm, to an IMAX. Yeah. I haven't gone since I was in school. That's that whole 360 or dome type shit. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah ex- more I think I haven't seating. been since school as well. Yeah, same here. The last thing I, I watched was some like aquatic, like underwater yeah, 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 aquatic yeah. thing, and that was for school too. I think, I think mine was like a, I think mine was like the stars or something. Think, it was like a low rent planetarium thing. Yeah, I think I think it was in eighth grade when I saw. That's probably my first. Oh, yeah, that's probably my first one too. I remember going with with my class and my best friend and I are sitting next to each other and like he got like the intro was always like in ours the intro was always like a helicopter shot of a city so like you were just flying over the whole city and he got motion sickness <laughs> and like and I get car sick like you know anyway that's you know traveled with me drunk knows that I get really oh, fucking car sick I don't I don't travel well so <laughs> um but like he was just like he had headache and like he was just like oh my head and I was like what the fuck is happening right now? I'm, we were in sixth grade when this happened. I'm like, he's going to be in a bitch. <laughs> That's how I felt. I got a headache and stuff when the 
tried in the 3D films. Mm-hmm. I fucking yeah. hate those goggles. Or I've only watched one 3D film, and I think it was one of the Resident Evil movies. And I was just like, this is unimpressive. <laughs> the movie I watched was Hugo. <laughs> <laughs> Hugo? Yeah. Like the, the that Martin Scorsese? Yep. Oh, that, that would was, probably be pretty that's good. that's a phenomenal film. I know, but... I was so distracted by the fucking pain in my head. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I love that movie. <clears throat> I just remember Resident Evil. Like, there was, like, shit that was supposed to be coming off the screen. And I was like, is that supposed to be doing that? But, like, I, apparently the concept of 3D movies just, like, passed me by. <laughs> I, I I hated them. I hated all yeah, the ones I've seen. I saw the only one I thought was worth seeing in 3D was Avatar. Because oh, you have all the colors, and when like, and, and when you had like Still those little, that movie. when you had those little flaky things, like yeah. you know, like dandelion looking things that were floating around, that was pretty cool because it literally seemed like it was like flying at you. I yeah, um, never feel like seen you're immersed in that world. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but that was the only one I was like, yeah, that was worth seeing in 3D. Other than that, I saw uh, the second Clash of the Titans in 3D, which wasn't worth Wrath it. Wrath of the Titans. Yeah. Um, Sure. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it's called. And I saw Jurassic oh, Park yeah. when it was re-released Ooh, in theaters, nice. and that wasn't worth it. Although it really? was great to see that's Jurassic Park in theaters again. Yeah. Since I, I don't think I saw it since I was a kid. But Final Destination, like the fifth one, oh. it was terrible. <laughs> so I'm sure terrible. Final Destination Five was probably terrible in general. It was, yeah. but like the 3D was even worse because they intentionally tried to make shit come at you as they mm-hmm. were dying. It was like. Hmm. I feel like Rain of Fire probably would have been cool to see in 3D. It probably would have been. Especially when Matthew McConaughey jumps off the fucking building. Which movie? Rain of Fire. Oh. That you just recently watched. I just, oh, fuck yeah. I'm a sucker for not watching that. I hate on that movie, but that movie was dope. Hell yeah. Yep. I told him I was like how have I not heard this yeah I was so, he like, told me the premise I was so mad at myself like of course I'm gonna love this movie why have I not watched it because <laughs> people gave it so much shit I don't know why really god damn oh, yeah I think people hated on it really hard yeah and then it, I was even trying to like oh Matthew McConaughey he's not an actor he's just you know the same guy and I, I like who he plays and Tim was like you haven't seen Rain of Fire? Yeah. <laughs> so sure. totally fucking stop me it's in my a tracks. Jump from fucking he fucking where he's acted his ass off and proved me wrong in that role. He's Holy such a badass shit. in this. Yeah. He's never I've never seen him anyways. Anyways, <laughs> this episode of B and B Banter Bros is gonna be about good on paper. Yeah. <laughs> Netflix uh original, written by Elijah Schlesinger. Schlesinger. I yeah, like apparently it's okay if we fuck it up. Everybody fucks up her last name. Well, that's because it's like you have to be drunk to say it properly. Yeah, and she says there should be a C in there, but I don't know. There's Whatever. A C in there. There's not. S C H, isn't it? No, it's just S H E L. I've always seen it with an S C H. Yeah, because it's supposed Am I to be. Things, is <laughs> yeah. that the Mandela effect? Like I've always seen the C, but no one else does. <laughs> See, and that's where. Because you know, it's like this isn't right. Yeah. So <laughs> apparently, just put it in there. She's like one of those one-word performers as of late or whatever the past few years. People just call her Eliza. Yeah. Well, she gets introduced on No one really has that that name and that spelling from what I can tell. Exactly. There you go. But, uh, yeah, she's a stand-up comedian. I don't have to be drunk every time I say her name, so. Yep. Yeah, for sure. She's a stand-up comedian, and I really, I'm a big fan of her stand-up. So I was uh, looking forward to this movie because I like her writing. But let's talk about what you guys thought about the movie. <clears throat> Tim, you want to feel this first? Uh, we both uh, took heavy breaths, by the way. Oh, hi. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I I like her too. She's one of the few, you know, handful of female comedians out there that I think is funny that I actually like. 
Um, and I've mentioned this in one of the old podcasts too. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't have to do with the idea of being female that I have a problem right. with. It just has to do why are you, why are, are these female comedians who I have more respect for, trying to have more respect for, trying to act like a fucking douchey child like all these other male comedians are? Well, just like, comedians, I think, are silly and children yeah, in general, yeah. like a musician or a rapper, or just, just any kind of art, artsy the, shit. Yeah, it, but the, you know, either way, it's the same somewhere. reason why I don't like a lot of other comedians too. So, mm-hmm. uh, but, but she's, she's definitely one of those I think is funny. What she has to say, even though obviously I can't really relate to a lot of the female side of things, it's still I get it, and I she tells a good story she, in yeah. her stand up, and yep, and I think that's what. Uh, I think that's one thing about this movie that saved it a little bit for me. Because other than that, I didn't like it. <laughs> I, I just, uh, yeah. Aaron, nope. Aaron, do you agree with Tim? Uh, so I'm going to preface this by saying I've never really given her a chance as a stand-up comedian. I personally don't. I have a lot of trouble with female comedians. Um, I, I, it's not. You it's not that said I this don't. Before. Four on an episode you I don't have. identify with them right yeah it's hard for me to like because for me anytime i want to be entertained i want to be able to put myself somewhere in the situation mm-hmm. and i can't do that very well with female comedians female entertainers so it's harder for me to get into it um so i haven't given her a chance now having seen this movie i'll probably give her a shot and watch some of her stand-ups see how i feel about it um i my suggestion would be freezing hot okay War paint, of course, but it's not on Netflix. I looked. No, it was Sorry. for a while. Yeah, no. Uh, War paint's not the one I saw first. Yeah, it's like one of her first. Um, <clears throat> but I will, I will say, I struggled with the first half of this movie. Yeah. Uh, pretty hard. Like I, I stopped and started a couple times because I could not take it. Yeah. Um, but once I got to like the halfway mark, uh things turned around and like I started to see stuff that was made like I was more entertained I was laughing um especially the the banter between her and Margaret Cho who Margaret Cho happens to be a comedian from in the 90s that I happened to watch I thought she was hysterical back in the 90s um so like watching her and Margaret Cho together was funny um so I the last half was easier to watch uh overall I don't think I'd watch this movie again. But. <laughs> yeah, no. I completely agree with you. As a, probably the biggest fan of hers in this room, I was really hoping for a good, clever rom-com. Mm. And I got some kind of attempt at an anti-rom-com or some shit. At, it, and it was trying to focus on, like, lies and honesty and clearing the air and coming clean and I it was just definitely focus on lies and gaslighting th- and shit like that. Yeah, I like, think you you had mentioned this before <clears throat> and it was like she was trying to be I feel like this was supposed to be a rom com, but she was trying to be so feminist about it and so like anti you know, know uh I'm not about that romance kind of bullshit <laughs> that she was trying to basically not so much anti it but say I'm better than that and I don't need that shit. Whoa. In this film, it's, it's that's definitely how an anti rom com. I don't, I don't so much I didn't like get that. I feel like it's an anti rom com in so much as like it doesn't work out at the end, and like she, you know, the guy ends up being like, spoiler alert. The guy turns out to be a real douche nozzle. Um, I think in that respect, it's an anti rom com. I don't know that that's entirely what she was shooting for. Well, you guys are aware this is a true story. This really well, happened said based to her. Based on a true story, based on a lie. 
Yeah. Right. Right in the beginning of the show. This really happened to her. She was friends with this guy for a year. He was he did all this shit, like the basic premise of him. Yeah. And then he lied about his mom having cancer. She felt vulnerable and fucking got sucked in and ended up dating him for three months yeah. and then found out. But obviously that whole fucking weird courtroom scene at the end yeah. didn't happen and yeah, whatever. I watched, I watched that that, uh, that, <clears throat> that episode or that uh, <clears throat> special or whatever that she had told about that story, but yeah, still... It didn't really justify the the film any. No, no. So, <laughs> so I, I don't. I, I don't see. I, I never well. got her trying to be better than love or rom or feminist or anything like that. It was just like, like a a story she tried to expand and embellish that really but happened that's her to act, her. Though. That's like that's her whole act is. I don't need this shit. I'm a strong, independent woman. That's all I need is me. But she, no, she does need that shit. But she fuck and she. That's what war paint's all about. That's what freezing hot's all about. She she does. She's a very strong lady, feminist, and you know morals she, and whatever. She knows she needs but it. She, but she knows she and she hates that yeah. she. But she still puts acts, herself through all this fucking once, trauma. Once again, she still acts that way though. She knows it, but she still acts though like she doesn't need it. That's what. That's yeah. like that's the whole. That's but she's the whole very honest. Yeah, it. she's yeah. honest with the whole yeah. push and pull. She's the aware tug of the of hypocrisy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, holy. Yeah. That's what actually. That's, that's what why I like, I like her about her. her. Yeah, her comp- she is honest with herself. Yes, even mm. though she and doesn't want to. That's what this movie was it. trying to really uh, present: was coming clean and like when she In goes to her fucking friend. That gets all the roles. They both moved to L.A. Yeah. When she comes clean to her friend, that's my favorite part of the movie. That was actually really uh, yeah. th- decent because you saw that the friend, or Serena. Yeah, her, her response was fucking awesome. Yep. It was, it and was, she, uh, like, cha- she talked normal, not that Valley Girl yeah. shit. Yep. <laughs> which, which I, totally to be honest, honest, I may have checked out at that conversation. I don't know why. No, I, <laughs> I, I don't remember it that well. I thought that shit was hot. Oh, the LED so, is she's supposed to be. Yeah, and that's yeah. yeah she that's, has I to be to get all the. That's my whole point. I was like, well, roles. she deserves it. She's fucking ten times better looking. <laughs> uh, no, but before we go down too many negative check marks and pass uh, roads. <laughs> one positive. Uh, note, that I was see. my favorite part of the movie. Anybody else got one nice thing they can say about it? I thought her and Margaret Cho together were hysterical. Um, them just anytime those two were conversing was entertaining to me. Yeah. Um, cause I just, I thought Agreed. the chemistry was great and I thought, and like I say, I've always thought Margaret Cho was hysterical. Um, who, by the way, I feel like Margaret Cho is aging very well. Oh well, yeah. I always kind of had a crush on her for some reason. Um, but yeah, I, she was, Margaret Cho is a saving grace for this movie oh, for sure. most definitely. Because that fucking guy was dog shit. The, <laughs> the guy acting, the playing Dennis I thought it was fucking terrible. He looks familiar, but I feel like I've never seen him in anything. That's what I said too. I'm like, God, this guy looks. Familiar, I feel like he may have been a stand-in for a horse, because <laughs> those teeth are fucked. <laughs> I get that. I Could I have honestly Bojack Horseman. <laughs> I honestly, yeah, I, I couldn't stand the guy. Um, throughout the entire from thing. the jump. Couldn't stand him. Oh, oh, first, say something nice, Tim, please. I'm the host, motherfucker. <laughs> Do what I say. Um, something nice. <laughs> there was a couple parts I thought I laughed at. Yeah. Most of the time, I was just cringing on how terrible it was. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, my God. Okay, and you found that one lady pretty. All right, good enough. Yeah, actually, that's probably the <laughs> nicest thing. I thought that Serena chick was fucking, like, 
I thought she was a babe. I mean, she didn't look familiar to me nope. either. I've never seen she her. Looked, never seen her she before, looked like somebody, but like, she looks a just little a like normal, Kate Upton. like the a little bit, a, a little bit, a little bit, like like she could have been like a distant cousin. <laughs> yeah, I, I that's that's who she I kind of thought that regular too. beautiful LA model look yep. with the whole blonde. Unfortunately, I see. I didn't quite get that. She was she's way more or, got too much uh, weight on her. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't she's, skinny she's enough. She's Minnesota hot. Yeah, nice. I can say that. I like that. I but yeah, that. there's just something very. She was very, very, very attractive. Like everything I just said. But <laughs> you're I, welcome. I <laughs> honestly, I thought that one of the funny parts. I have to agree. Like the whole relationship between her and and Mar- like the whole friends thing. Like they yeah. bantered so well. The chemistry mm-hmm. was great. Mm-hmm. But I would say that the part I thought was funny is when she was like finding out that this dude was lying and they were in the car and she brought her whole survival zombie that, the, kid the thing. I thought that was pretty funny and I giggled about that a little bit because <laughs> once again it was their chemistry. She's I like, love, you're getting off on this. I like, a little bit. <laughs> I love the callback to that when Serena calls later and she's like, your friend left her survival bag in my yeah. car. It kind of smells like meat and I'm vegan. Yeah, <laughs> I did that. That was funny. I did. I, I chuckled. I thought that was good. Like, don't open the front pouch. <laughs> Why? Oh, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> All um, right. Yeah. So let's yeah, let's get. Well, this movie is based on lies. People that really commit to fucking lying and just not being genuine. If you and there's always stories of dudes that lie to women to you know hit it and quit it or commit to it or whatever yeah. it is. Have you ever had friends or I'm I'm assuming none of us have done that. I haven't. I was. I, no. Yeah. Never. Have no. you ever? I've never had a friend that actively did that, or at least told me about it. it but it's, a, yeah. it's always been like a common thing, apparently. But have you guys ever met anyone? I've never met someone that began a relationship under false pretenses. Okay. Um, yeah. That's as, what and I'm as far to say. as like hooking up, like no one's ever shared that shit with me. I mean, I'm the wrong guy to share that stuff with. No. Yeah. And you have the least friends out of all of us. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this is very true. <laughs> I've hurtful trollop. <laughs> I've definitely like I, I've known people who've done that kind of shit, but yeah, but I wouldn't had... say I wouldn't say it would be anybody like close or anybody I give a shit about. So yeah, yeah, I got no respect for that shit. I've probably yeah. met more women, honestly, who who've done that really uh, than I have men, but. I definitely am not going to say that men don't do it because that's absolutely oh, no. true. Men definitely do it. They definitely do it. They'd probably do a lot more than I. Than I mean, uh, I've it, been like you know. If men can roofie girls' drinks, they can lie about something. Oh, absolutely. Right, but yeah. Absolutely. What's what's the point of lying? It all eventually catches up. It's probably a cliche it has, thing, but it's true, right? Yeah, yeah. it has to yeah, do with exactly. Tough. Unfortunately, that was the only pure honest thing that. Uh, I think Dennis was saying is his insecurities got the best of him. And Fair he realized that when he was playing this other role, people respected him. Yeah. You know, and, yeah, it, yeah. and it has to say a lot about society. It has a lot uh, with the shallowness and not just giving people a chance. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things like, oh, like, you know, because you, you don't think I would be into a nice guy who'd want to treat me right. And basically he said no. <laughs> like, well, he didn't. But like, it's not... That doesn't really happen. It's it's one of those things where in a world, and it kind of goes both ways. 
that there's a certain um, idea that people have about a relationship or have a standard that is an idea. And yeah. when they don't reach that, they, they kind of push away those things that are around them. I've even been guilty of that. I remember in high school breaking this one chick's heart because I just wasn't really into her. And mm -hmm. she was all over, like, all into me. And I just... Yeah. I didn't realize it led her on in any <laughs> any certain way. But yeah. apparently I must have. I, yeah, I did something like that in high and school. And so, yeah, I think it's just that... that that blindsided shallowness because you want this instead of this is what it, you should have. It comes from a very selfish place. Yeah. Like not, not totally ununderstandable, but like it's a, it's a very selfish spot to come from. And I think that's one thing about this film that uh, Elijah was doing was like she was basically saying that, but she was making it more aware of, hey, this is human nature. Like mm -hmm. this is what we do. Just... Basically, just trying to make it more like present, mm -hmm. yeah. more revealing that hey, this is kind of an issue. We shouldn't be this way. And she was using her, herself as that example, yeah. which I did yeah. like. I did like, and yeah, the dude was a fucking total douchebag. For the guy was a tool from the jump. Like, yeah. he, how long were they together? Well, three months is the the actual real like life timeline. But yeah, they were friends for a year before he okay he asked to. Because yeah. she she lived that comic life, and he was always available whenever she needed him. So yeah, uh, that's how. Because I was trying to connected. get that perspective, and I I didn't catch a timeline. Yeah, the time frame once they started like actually dating seemed pretty non-existent. Like I didn't I didn't gather how yeah. long the been flow together. of this movie. Like I'm sure, like when she was writing the story, it's good on paper. I'm sure it looked, but. It looked good on paper. Yeah, I know. I hate it. But I had to say it. But whoever directed and edited this shit, fucking amateur. I mean, yeah. better than yeah. I could do most whatever, but it didn't flow very well. No. there It didn't capture whatever Eliza was trying to bring to the audience or, like, to our attention. It somehow missed the mark on a lot of these things. Would, would I, you agree? I feel like the message... I feel like the message itself, through. the message came through. I, but yeah, I agree that but the the way it flowed, it was almost like a really, roundabout way. <laughs> yeah, it was very yeah was circuitous. I think would be the right way to say it because it was just very just yeah all like just serpentine. But, but that was probably mainly to try to create that entertaining value. You know, she was trying to throw those or well, trying to throw those jokes in there, trying yeah. to make something funny, entertaining, and yeah, yet still kind of have some kind of story. And it was oddly sporadic. Yeah, like, there we go. Like, you know, you went from like them starting to date and her talking about like not being physically attracted to him at the same time. And then all of a sudden, it's like, he's going to meet my family. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Hold the fucking phone for, for just a second. I like, don't know. I where don't know. are we at? Granted, it's just a cousin. And I don't know. It's, as far as family goes, that's, that's not really that. Yeah, that was a really weird that thing that I didn't relate to or so I didn't get it. Like, He's going to be my cousin. It's like this big deal. It's like, when did you tell me that you were best friends with your cousin before? Right. Like, well, she mentions the cousin because he went to Yale, too. Oh, that, that's, that's right. That's the only real, like, that's, that's that whole right. area of the scene. That whole sense of the scene is all about the fact that the cousin also went to Yale at the same time that Dennis was yeah. supposed to have gone. So, so and he, even then. Here's my question about that case. I thought that was, who sets up a play date off of the same school? 
like yeah. that that aren't actual children. You know what I mean? Like, was she? Yeah, because she wasn't. <laughs> she wasn't um, concerned or starting to feel weird about his lies yet. When Not she right. set that up, she yeah. was still just really. That was still the it, you're right. I never saw it that way. It was an actual fucking play date. Yeah, <laughs> but, a double but, date or whatever like, that he lied know. to get out of. Maybe it's just maybe we're one of the few people out there, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure I don't go. Hey, my girlfriend, you know, loves books too. Hey, you two would love to hang out. That's why I was yelling you know at Lizzie mean? at work the other day. She yeah. did that shit to me. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Brad, if you're listening, like, that was weird. What I didn't get was like. <laughs> They didn't even get 20 feet in the door. And then, like, we bought a ground of golf. Let's go. I was like, I know. What the fuck? And I think like, it was her being weird or on purpose. I don't know. That, that fucking, that was really that weird. That whole scene, like, that, I, honestly speaking, like, the second I knew he wasn't going to be able to golf, I, like, just skipped to, like, after right. he, like, pretended to hurt his back. I was like, okay, we can move on. Yeah, because. In, in the words of Bo Burnham, segues are hard. <laughs> but yeah, once he does do that. It's, it's <laughs> fucking perfect. It's a clever segue. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then that golf thing, he fucking fakes a backache, and then the next scene, he's in bed, just hot, tossing around. All he is of- grunting, but not enough. Anybody no, who's he, didn't their back back he didn't even act like he was pains. in pain until the no. second time he rolled over. Yeah, it, the second it, time he rolled over, he's like. Yeah, yeah, I, I I called bullshit on that. I called bullshit the second he sat down. And on that's the when she plane. started. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Yes, when he was all like, um, about the cousin, he made some dumbass excuse like, "Well, I don't know, I was golfing and drinking a lot, so and it's a big school." I was yeah. gonna ask you guys that. <laughs> I wanted to know. I was like, when did you guys realize this guy is fucking full of From shit? From the start. Yeah. Like the second he sat down on the fucking plane, was like, "Oh, it was my girlfriend." He turned away, and I was like. And nope. that's the pr- one. Another problem I had with him. I hate as an as a viewer when I know more than the characters in the show, and then it has to play yes. catch up. And it's like oh fuck. I'm just sitting there waiting for the characters in the show to know what I know, and it's like, all right, this is not entertaining. I, I was yeah. getting so frustrated because I wanted to be like, why do you not? And I <laughs> I get it from the re- from the perspective of telling a story and yeah. like whatever. But I was like in my mind, I'm like I'm watching and going. Why is she so stupid? Like, you can't see this. Like, how do you not see this? And I know it's, like I say, I know it's for story, you know, the Mm -hmm. storyline, and I get it. Like, I'm not in the situation, but I'm looking on the outside. I'm like, motherfucker, why the fuck does no one else see that? And Margaret Cho fucking saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Margaret. (laughs) There's there's that comedy kind of thing, though, is that uh, somebody has to point it out to the character. Right. So even then it was still up. It was set up. Yeah, it mm-hmm. fell on deaf ears, obviously, but like at least somebody was like able to go, nah, he's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It was, I will admit that right when he sat down on the plane, I was like, okay, you know, okay, fine. Fairly believable. Yeah, coincidences happen. Yeah, like the whole model and thing, that's the whole, a- like he's not a hideous looking guy. Yes, from he is. facial, like... Who are you looking at? There's worse. They're definitely. I mean, they're definitely worse. But those. Tim's the guy that would say horses are majestic. (laughs) They are. (laughs) Hey, at least I know what a mane is. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) What? He thought a mane was on the front of the face. I was just trying to say a lot of hair in a spot. I didn't fucking. He said a mane. Like that's on the back, buddy. (laughs) 
Yeah, it doesn't matter. This is a beard. You've got one. Hey, 2021. (laughs) I can put a mane anywhere I want. (laughs) Uh, But, like, the the biggest thing right away, and Kaylee's like, is he wearing the same suit? I'm like, he's always wearing the same fucking suit. Damn it. I didn't fucking... I didn't notice that. Holy shit. God, that's so obvious. Kaylee pointed it out, and, uh, like, fairly soon, and I was like, yeah, I noticed that he's wearing the same suit in every scene. He's wearing the same suit, which means that he doesn't have another suit. Mm. Damn, I never noticed that. he's lying. That was all it took was, oh, it's a different day now, and he's wearing the same fucking suit. <laughs> I didn't trust him from like the second he started talking about his girlfriend being a model and like all the stuff about him. Kissing, I was like, slide that no, right in there. Didn't nope, you? nope, 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 nope. Yeah. Like, I I didn't quite believe that either. But once again, not knowing anything about the story or where the story was going, mm-hmm. wh- yeah, I definitely did not trust him the second he was like, the second she was talking about that space cadet show and like moving to Vancouver to do it. And, like, he got all fucking weird. And I was like, yeah. oh, this motherfucker's going to do something. So, especially when she's like, can we go again? And I thought he's going to somehow sabotage her rehearsal or, her, like, her setup mm-hmm. tape or whatever. I thought for sure he was going to fuck her on that show. I, like, uh, and not, like, in the fun way, but, like, get her, like, mixed off over. the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah fuck her over. Yeah. That, yeah, sorry, I missed a word. Did, did you guys <laughs> catch, though, when she got the news that she got it and then called Dennis or whatever. I like that like, part. Yeah, I guess I'm moving to Vancouver. Yeah, I guess, I guess we're, we're moving, moving to, Vancouver. to Vancouver. What was that? What was yeah, that? Yeah, I'm moving to Vancouver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, He's I like, I don't know too. if Battery said that. I That was another good part for me. Yeah, going through a tunnel. She was a- Just call me back when you have better reception. <laughs> right. This is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just the way she was like, I'm going to be a star. She says it's so fucking funny and I botched right. it right there, but I, I like her I voices. I did like the gym scene too a little bit. Yeah, with her punching. Yeah, the whole punching is like, God, you got you and your weak arms. It's like you work out and you got weak arms. Like, did you remember? Did you see the callback to that when they're going to going to stake out the house? And she's like, "Will you go first? And she's yeah. like, "Oh, I was like, yeah, yeah. weak arms, little, yeah, little weak arms." Yep. <laughs> For some reason, eh, whatever. Um, fuck, I forgot. <laughs> Still mad about the main thing. <laughs> I I will say like that once again to kind of go a little bit more into that. When was this guy gonna like when did I notice that he was like a total douchebag? The key to me, like immediately, other than when you know, like the whole suit thing was like, mm. hmm, there's something up, was his house. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. And obviously, that was a very obvious thing. Yeah. But he started to quickly, anytime anything Excuses. was brought back, well, yeah, that's where he the would gas- quickly get that response out. And that's where that gaslighting comes in. Like, he was yep. just like, spinning fucking tails and like bouncing off each other like when he said like oh we'll just go over now like she'll put her teeth in and all this stuff yep. and like, she loves to put on her ears like no 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 well yeah like, like that's some shit rat that then, needs to go over and ruin yeah. then he turns to leave the apartment to do something and then she goes hey and he gets like this nervous like look on his face yeah. and that was another like missed the mark moment for me yeah. I was like because it was too obvious it was too right. y- yeah yeah why why what you lost the mystery now yeah. yeah, you know there's something fishy, yeah. and and you lost a mystery. And it just wasn't like executed well. It's, so I was a terrible. Actor. He was a terrible. Actor. <laughs> I was just gonna, I was just gonna say, do you think he was doing that on purpose to make him more obvious, or do you think he's that bad an actor? Well, I don't well, know because I've never seen him in anything. The best, else either, the so. best part of him, no, why, no, there's nothing best about him. <laughs> but at the end, he yeah. tried. The when he's looking in the mirror in the bathroom? That conversation yes. in the bathroom? Yes. Yes, that would yep. be the best way to examine if he's good or bad. That is probably his his crowning moment in the show. So and you the movie could determine if he did part. it on purpose. 
by that, else think that small hey, scene. She probably had her phone on her. Why wouldn't you record some shit like that? Yeah. <laughs> but that's also, he, I don't know. Because he basically just admitted everything right there in the bathroom that he was just, oh, I'm going to bring you down. Yeah. Kind of thing. Also, she too a little too late. I don't I, know. I, I feel still, like that might, that's like entrapment or something saying. like that, but I don't know. It's there not, might be some legal loopholes on that one. I feel like it would be justified. I do too, but I, I'm just saying, like, the law is not always in favor of being able to do oh, shit. Oh, like in that, that courtroom so, uh, with that judge in that instance, you could do anything you want. <laughs> that was not and, a And she a fucking let her. Did you not courtroom. notice that? Like, what? she let her, like, do the monologue. Yeah. And she like, one more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that doctor, that judge actually went to Yale. <laughs> I did like the end of that where it's like, oh, I can't believe you got stuck with a restraining order. And she's like, so? Get rid of him, kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, like that's like a set of rules I can follow. Right, <laughs> that billboard actually, thing was a nice ending. Yeah, nice. that was a nice, nice uh, punchline to the whole thing. But her Seinfeld uh, type of trans or segues in the movie where she does stand up, yeah, without <sighs> telling a single joke, she was just like using. Using half sections a joke, of a show, like half a joke. Of it was the yeah. whole foreshadowing. Like, like set basically, up the she's next, setting up the premise the of what's going to happen art, next. Art, yeah. yeah. And or what had just happened. That shit fell flat. Or. It was. It felt unnecessary. Her narration was in the beginning a lot, and then the narration during the ring part was pretty funny. That ring was pretty funny. It did look yeah. like a penis. <laughs> it did. <laughs> it was it a terrible like a rocket man. ship. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Same Big difference. Blue ship. Here's the thing: a billboard cost like fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars to put up. Don't yep. ask me how I know this, but that one probably cost more though. But yeah, yeah because in it's LA, in LA, on main, yeah. and it's on the main road on that spot. And she said she got that ring appraised, yeah. so that means it had to be worth more than at least two grand. Yeah, yeah. and where? Yeah, he was trying to sell on fucking eBay those five hundred dollar uh, tumblers, backrack tumblers. Oh yeah, for like, like fifty bucks. He had no money. Oh. Like yeah, I'm like, <laughs> he had this ring on him the entire time. Like what the fuck is this? I don't know. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah, that's that. Actually, I didn't even think about that. That's poking lot, just poking holes in some some. Things, yeah, I, yeah. The movie was ridiculous. It was, not, it was not good, and I like her a lot. Her stand-up comedy to me reminds me of George Carlin. Her delivery. Okay. Okay. Have I you have, do you remember her fast-paced paragraphs? Like she'll just fucking rant, and she'll do it. And George Carlin does the same thing. And yeah, she yep. she's smart words. She's a very smart lady. She is. absolutely. Oh, there's no doubt in my mind. After so when you check, movie, she's intelligent. When you check out her stuff, uh, I'd be curious to see if you would agree with that. But yeah, she just really reminds me of George Carlin's cadence and I, early George Carlin or old er, George Carlin. Early. Okay. Because there's because well, yeah, there is a difference when uh, he was happy and just angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, just he's always angry, but being angry yeah. and more angry. angry. It's really yes. it's before he got sober and after he got sober. It's really <laughs> the difference. Yeah, because then, then, then he couldn't mask the bullshit anymore. Yeah, he had yeah. to just live it, and it was just right. more... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was just very just... Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I will say that something that bothered me a little bit right away from this movie, like just right away, was when she was doing the auditioning tape, yeah. and she's reading through, writing the script, and then she wants to correct the script. But she, was, yeah. she wasn't wrong. Not That's not the point. Okay, right. okay, it it has, to your point. It has to do with... Why did you need to make yourself look that good? Yeah. 
That was the issue. You, That's wait till you get the part and okay. then say it. Not, I never not, saw no, it like not, that, but you're, in, you're in right. In general, not even about the whole like. Like she wrote that, it in there deliberately to yes. make her come off like she the was best person good, in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The smartest person in the room, yeah. Yeah, yeah. or at least she, a good She comedian. knew better than the people that actually God wrote damn. the shit. I never saw it like that. You're right. That, that is was, self-serving. Yeah, that was what I was like. Why did I need to watch that? But like at the same you're just time, telling if you're, me you're better than everyone. Like, but at the uh, same time, if you're writing your own movie and like Netflix is gonna fucking make it, wouldn't you yeah, put something in there? About I it? wish she would have been more creative. To she could have had get the chance. So she could have had it's any true. career. She didn't have to be a stand-up. Apparently, she couldn't a get any career because she was trying to be an actress and she wasn't getting it. I wish she would have <laughs> been she like, like a fucking nine years of trying to be an something. actress. Yeah, nine years of auditions. Well, she would have been like a nurse. I wish she would have been more creative to choose a different career. For the story, it would have been story. it would have been probably a little bit better for some reason. I, you know, I felt like that yeah. too about this film. After watching it, I'm like, you know, if she was like, if this wasn't a semi autobiographical, biographical, you know, like it would have probably been better. Yeah. <laughs> but knowing that this is taken off from a joke, because like I said, I watched that 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 episode, that that, that special or whatever it was that, when yeah. she was telling about this, I'm like, that is. I don't think anything that she's ever said in her stand-ups is worth telling a story through film. <laughs> and have, this is one of them. It's just, is, who cares? Is there any other stand-up comic that has taken a bit that they have done and then turned it into a movie? Not a movie, but a show. Yeah. Jim Jeffries. Seinfeld. Okay, true. Oh, yeah, all the 90s. I mean, Seinfeld, yeah, yeah. That, but there's a huge difference in comedy generation though like Seinfeld he was in a whole other era where like comedians were funny (laughs) not to you know necessarily discredit all comedians of today it's just that was a whole other world of we've talked about the the difference between 90s and now comedy comedians yeah there's a shit ton of comedy comedians out there and only a handful are fucking funny and we talked about the fact that a lot of them only do like these like Netflix has these 15-20 minute sets they can do where like they get their fucking names out there and it's fine but that's only 20 minutes back in the day they used to do an hour hour and a half and fucking kill for the whole thing that's the people's fault because they're short term the yeah. attention span. Yeah. Attention span. So yeah. instant gratification. Yeah. And yeah. like and comedians complain about it. I listen to a lot of podcast comedians. They they've had to use their closer as open to open their show with because people only watch for 10, yeah. 20 minutes at tops. Yeah, this is the worst time to be a comedian, to be oh, honest. Sure. Although I will say that there's there's it's, a small incline or a big boost in like every so often, mm-hmm. but it doesn't yeah. last long. It really doesn't last long. They may be get, they may get their their spot and they may be able to continue to work, mm-hmm. right. but essentially they basically stagnate at that point. Nobody really they may come out with something, but if if it's not about the name at that point, like yeah. let's say Kevin Hart for example, people watch Kevin Hart. They don't really care what he has to say at this yeah. point. They just watch him because it's Kevin Hart. Well, yeah, because we've even said the last two like Kevin Hart specials haven't been that good. They really not haven't been good. that good. But yeah. I watched him, and I watched them all. Because just, it's Kevin Hart. Yeah, yep. exactly, because he hooked me a long time ago. Yep, yeah. and that's exactly it. All you need to do is hook them, yeah. and they'll follow you for a little while until they realize that you're not worth following anymore. Right. right. It for may sure. just take a couple years. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of the issue with, like, I, I think stand-up comedians, it's, like, worse than trying to be an actor at this point. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, I think, you know, at least being an actor, you can be part of the Screen Actors Guild, 
and have some sort of like being part of a union. I don't know that there's a comedian's union. Yeah. Oh, like fuck to help no. Them. No, their community is their friends. Yep. It's yeah. them going to diners. The clubs. Their, and, and that's what yeah. the show comedy that, store, which yes. is you know, huge. And, and I think they don't that's have insurance. They don't fucking. <laughs> Pete Holmes, I think, does that show crashing is basically about being a stand-up comedian. Yes. They like crashing on people's couches. Yeah. Yes. And start no, and that's, that show and that's is kind of what that's funny. about. Yeah, yeah, you watch all of it. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. I just, oh, know the, I just know oh, the premise okay. of it. Yeah, um, it's pretty good. I, I didn't like, want to like it because I didn't like that guy, and now I like him. I like Pete Holmes, show. but I've never been a <laughs> huge fan of his like stand up. Like when I've seen him do stuff, like I've enjoyed him. That show, I that's how I entered the show. Now I thoroughly enjoy his stand up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like watch. I don't he's know. He's only got like one album, and I think it's called like "Impregnated with Wonder." I don't know. He's got a couple. On but like, HBO. I never watched his like because he kind of took over for Conan after Conan left TBS. Like he got his own like. Conan show. just left TBS last week or whatever the fuck Conan was on the first time. Oh, uh, okay. NBC or something. Oh, gotcha. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he has he has his own me. little show. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hell yeah! But the first time Conan left. Pete Holmes got his own sort of show. Like it was like, I don't yeah. know if it, it was, it was kind of a mixture of like the Conan O'Brien show and like Chappelle show. Like it did both. Oh, he had some uh, skits in there. Yeah, he did I've skits and seen stuff like that. And he had like guests. Yeah. yeah. So he did kind of the combination of the two. Um, I mean, there's I no way was, that he's going to be able to fill any of those shoes. No. Conan O'Brien is fantastic. We've talked about this and he's, he's, uh, he's a unique individual. Don't? For damn sure. Side note, did you see about, how Paul Rudd crashed Conan's last show on TBS yeah. during Bill Hader's interview. I watched it on YouTube. It was hilarious. Yeah. I didn't watch it. No. So and Paul, it was Paul was Rudd has had a running joke that like, every time he comes on to promote a movie, he just brings on a clip from Mac and Me and like shows the same scene. He did it again during Bill Hader's interview. <laughs> and Conan was like, you're twice, such a nice guy. Yeah. You always lead me to believe you're not going to do it again. And then Paul Rudd in that moment was just like, all right, this is your last one. He sells him one more time and just yep. plays it again. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. I don't um, know. Yeah, that, uh, uh, that whole last week was, yeah, we're talking about Conan O'Brien now. <laughs> okay, we've gotten off that, topic. That, that, that was about to bring it back for us because I was going to yeah. say, we were talking about stand-up comedians. I, I was going to bring up the idea, like, that's why I think that Eliza was pretty good because she, being a female comedian, she stands her own very well. And mm -hmm. she has the grit that really kind of plants herself in the comedy world yeah. where she's not easily budged. But she has some balls. Like, yeah. not, not, not just into being able to be honest and say what she's, you know, she wants to say and get away with it kind of thing. Oh. She's not going to, no pushback. That she, reminds she's me. She's okay with pushback. Like she has a skit a show on Netflix as well, like six or eight episodes. Really? Pretty fucking funny. And yeah, she says what she wants to say and does some crazy ass shit. Is it as funny as uh, Auntie Donna and the Big Old House of Fun? I don't think <laughs> anything was, is. Yeah, that was buck wild. <laughs> that was exactly. I'm Egg Helms. <laughs> That is luck wild. I told Jason to watch that. I got three episodes and I, I had to know. take a break. It was like too silly. I had to. Yeah. It's so fucking funny. That still makes me laugh. Right? I told him. I told him like me and Aaron were sitting on the couch one day. And we're like, what should we watch? And I'm like, oh, let's just no, give this a I shot. No, I came in. You were already starting it. Oh, did I? And I came in and I was like, what are you watching? And you're like, I don't know. Like this. And I was like, I said, and I was like, oh, what the hell is going on? Because so I came in with the top. They're singing about coffee and they're calling it Morning yep. Brown. And I'm like, Morning Brown. What is happening? And then we watched the whole fucking season yep. in one shot. It was one of those things like I. We, we just couldn't, couldn't, stop, we couldn't stop watching. Yeah, so I don't confused. think it's fair to compare anything. 
sketch showed of that. That is fucking <laughs> that one of a kind. So buck wild. And it is so <laughs> buck wild is the perfect <laughs> way to fucking it really is. phrase it. Ed Helms, like I say, I'm Egg Helms. They'd call me like, who am I? <laughs> Everything's a drum. Everything's a drum. <laughs> But yeah, Eliza, she's very strong, smart. Yeah. Fucking, she is a uh, just comedian in general. Fucking, because I. Uh, it's sad to think that Amy Schumer is more popular. Oh, I fucking hate Amy Schumer. I, God. I, I, I. Is she? <laughs> she I guess is, I don't because she's been around longer. She yeah. Amy Schumer. So back in two thousand, when they had the show last uh, last comic standing, yeah, last yeah, comic yeah. standing. That was back in two thousand. That's 2000 when I something. watched her. I, that's when I noticed her. That was I when Amy Schumer. She was on. Yeah, she was on that. Mm. She was actually good, and then she got popular. Got popular, and she had one decent, uh, like maybe quick little episode or special. Yeah. Uh, after that, that was decent, and after that, it was just fucking terrible. Yeah, I mean. Like, there's two of her movies that are better than this good on paper, at least. I've never seen a single fucking one. Really? Trainwreck. There's one What's with... the other movie? What? Trainwreck is one. What's the other movie? Um, I Feel Pretty. Never heard of it. It's not bad. I mean, you can take your angry tone and direct it towards <laughs> Tammy if you don't mind. But... <laughs> How dare I you say she's you, good. You guys are passionately hating against Amy Schumer, and I'm not defending that. I don't Yo. think she deserves her goddamn uh, status in life for sure, because she is not she's... that funny. She came out of the gate only doing stand-up comedy for like a year or two, won that show somehow, some way. And, and now she's got but... a show where her and the chef, she lets Plower fucking just cook shit. She's married to a chef as well? I guess. Fucking Eliza's married to a chef as well. God damn it. Good for her. <laughs> Well, it's because we need to move to L.A. and fucking... We need to go comedy clubs, what we need to do. I was going to say, it's probably because, like, when they when their careers fall flat, they have comfort food waiting for them at home. And it shows that Amy Schumer has gotten ahead of that way. She did just have a kid a little while ago. But she was bigger before she had the kid. But I'm not going to discriminate on the body shame. It's not that. That's not the point. That's not why I don't like her. I don't think she's I think Eliza's doing well for herself. I think she's not far... Beneath Amy Schumer, I, 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 I think she's. I think she's on the come up for sure. I think she's better though. She, That's what exactly. Like. She is so much better. Amy yeah. Schumer. I don't know what fucking show I heard her say something. I'm like, nope. And it was when she's like, oh, oh, my my pussy smells like a barnyard. I'm yeah, like, what the fuck is this? That's that shit you were saying. Like when was, ladies do dick and ball show with pussy and clit jokes. That's no fun. It's no fun when Unless guys it's do Nikki it. Nikki Glazer, for some reason, I fucking love that lady and how wrong Nikki she Glazer's can... fucking delivery is great. <laughs> she, I don't know who that is. She, that scrawny um, you lady would, like, on She's on a Conan. lot of the roasts. I don't know. Um, yeah. I stopped we'll watching you. those like, we'll all the time yeah. she's, she's fucking funny. She's pretty funny. Um, um, but yeah, I don't like when ladies <laughs> do dick and balls jokes. But that's, think, that, that's that raunchy child mannerism. Like, why are you yeah. trying to compete with other raunchy child? Don't do it. You're better than that. Be better than that. Do you ever watch At Midnight? If you're not, then I will, but... At Midnight? Yeah, it was hosted by Chris Hardwick. It was like a comedic TV show uh-huh. or a game show. They would just take, like, different weird prompts from, like, the internet, and, like, one was, like, a three-word, like, make me cringe sort of thing, and Nikki Glaser rings in with, like, curling iron dildo. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <clears throat> Two-day-old um, deli meat. But, yeah. I mean, like, that shot of Britney Spears? I don't know anything about that. You, you don't remember the, the shot of her getting out of the car? She wasn't wearing any underwear? And, like, someone snapped a picture of it? 
George Nick, Lopez did a great bit where he said, it looked like somebody threw roast, roast beef against a wall. Since we're <laughs> talking about this, Nikki should, should sue her for ruining Quiznos for me. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, Nikki Glazer had a joke on Conan fucking talking about her vagina and how it looks like a hastily packed suitcase. <laughs> hastily packed suitcase. <laughs> hastily packed suitcase. So basically just throwing yeah. it in there. Yeah, in a rush. It's <laughs> shit hanging out the fucking Come zipper on. and shit. <laughs> Okay. I mean, I get the visual, yeah. I mean, not that. What is up with you and fucking vaginas, man? What do you mean? He's lonely. <laughs> I get it. I'm not lonely. Lie to me, Jason. <laughs> What's up with, what do you mean? Because you brought in our, our, our other episode, uh, you brought up the That had to vagina do with candles. Gwyneth Paltrow or whatever her name is. <laughs> now we're talking about vaginas again. You know, we- I got... I don't know. I talked about Nikki Glazer. That's just the next thing you talk about when you bring up Nikki Glazer. I don't know who that is, so I, I don't have a reference. I think Tim and I might have talked about this at one point, but I think the, the one female comedian that really can do it well is Jenna... Or Sarah Silverman. Jenna. Oh, Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman. Yeah. Jenna Kirkman. Sarah Silverman, but once again, you're talking about an older Old generation. Old generation. Yeah. She was 90s. 90s. Early 2000s. So now she's, generation now she's fucking trying to change the world politically or something like yeah, that. Yeah, she's getting kind of... Just, yeah, aggressive with her, yeah, her opinions. Her yeah. yeah. I mean, she's always been aggressive about her opinions, but she's right. starting to do it for other things now to... Yeah. Better the world instead of just make them funny. <laughs> and it's just fine, but yeah, her last show on Hulu was not entertaining for me. Mm. Yeah. No, I I think that I think that's the issue with like Amy Schumer, like she was trying to she was doing something different that was that was working for her. And then she I don't know why, but she somehow felt like she needed to take it up a notch. Yeah. Just overkill it, and that's where her for me I was completely lost. Mm-hmm. And like, and now she does Tampax commercials, and, and I just really? don't, yeah. <laughs> I just don't get that. And unlike, um, I forgot her name already, <laughs> Eliza, Eliza Schlesinger. Yeah. She, she's not, she's kind of ki- ki- like consistent. I should say, absolutely. She has her style, she has her flow, and then that works. Like, yep. I don't think yeah. she needs to change much. Mm-hmm. And I think the George Carlin thing, I can kind of see what you're saying about that. And that's actually that's actually pretty pretty interesting. That's I'm okay with that. And this right. is why I think I like her. Yeah. She's not having to outdo herself. No. And that's the key. Unlike, I feel like Amy, she was always having to outdo herself or whatever it was. One-up herself. Because or, she never her. really was comfortable with whatever she was doing or and whatever she, the fucking thing whatever is. Whatever it was. It she just, always felt like she had to change it, but I don't know. I mean, she got where she is now. Good for so her. Good for her. She yeah. plays fucking theaters and shit. But I, I don't like mm. that kind of stuff. Like, but then again, I am not the one that speaks for the world. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> as much as I think I should. But we're, we can have opinions too. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was uh, my choice. Good on paper, Netflix original. Can't recommend it. Uh, is it time to rate? Yeah, yeah, as well. All right. All right, Aaron, you go. <sighs> Tim's drinking. I, if, if it weren't for the banter and chemistry between Eliza and Margaret Cho, I would give this a one. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give it a, a two. Because um, that, that banter enough was uh, the saving grace of the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, 
I thought the banter was good. I think that's what really kind of held held me on to, and I I'd give it a, give it a two and a half because I did I did giggle a couple yeah. times that made it worth the giggle, right? But for the most part, everything else about it was just horrible. Yeah. Like, and it wasn't her either. That Absolutely, was it wasn't. It wasn't her that was bad. Like her acting, her mm-hmm. whatever she was doing. It was just the movie. The writing was even that bad. Whatever. The writing was even that bad. It was just so what I was trying to say about the director or like the editing, the flow yeah, of the pacing. It was. it was all just off kilter. Like yeah, For sure. I, I, yeah. It was definitely a little off kilter. It was just something about it was missing something. Yeah. And uh, good yeah, for her to two, get a movie. Two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah, I would have to. Yeah, I never once laughed out loud. I giggled and chuckled at best. Yeah. And it wasn't even at, like, jokes necessarily. It was the banter and, like... Some, the situation. Yes, or exactly. It was just kind of like, <laughs> you know? Like after, so, yeah, like, after they checked out the the house and, like, those two old ladies were just like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> or when Serena's like, now that I've had a trauma day, uh, <laughs> I'm going to, like, go. I, I just need 10 hours. Morning, right? Yeah, I did like the three of them in that car. And yeah, that's why she goes and apologizes to her friend. She's right. like, you didn't have to do that. I just kind of made you do that. And right. I'm sorry. I liked when they were walking off from her. I just need 10 hours. We get it. You work. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's funny when you say it. Aaron. Um, yeah, I'm going to go two and a half as well. That's what I decided on the way here. Um, <laughs> you thought ahead. Good for you. <laughs> hey, I was, uh, I'm, you know, my turn to host in this series of uh, Tim needs a break, and uh, <laughs> so yeah, I was, I was thinking about it, and unlike you, I had time to think about it. <laughs> we just kind of threw it at you <laughs> on the spot last. Uh, so you can use that for an excuse if you want. Yeah. But, but uh, hey, he's got time to make make up for it later. Yeah. <laughs> so when but, he picks his next film. Mm. You know, I'm ready to pick my next film. Good. It was fun talking about a movie we don't like for once. That yeah. Was, that was different. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Let's find more of them. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now I'm just going to start roaming through Amazon and Hulu. Like, what can I pick next? <laughs> How about Gigi? Gigi? Giggly. That's- Giggly? I don't what? even know what the fuck the movie's Gigli? called. Talking about with, kids stuff? With Ben Affleck yes. and Jennifer <laughs> Yeah, Gigli. that's old, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I've it's heard it was terrible. terrible. Movie. I've yeah. never seen it. I've never seen either. Well, that was the... the it's considered one of the worst films of all time. Well, that's so. the big thing, like, during that whole thing when Ben Affleck and Jennifer, uh, Lope, Jennifer Lopez <laughs> were together. And, like, that was the like that was during the demise of their relationship. Like, yeah. That was Benefer. Yeah. Like, yeah. even Kevin Smith says, like, you know how I know I ha- like God wants me to have a movie career? I survived Benefer. Because <laughs> you know? yeah. he had him in the beginning of Jersey Girl. And now... I don't know why I pronounce it that way. <laughs> I love Jersey Girl. Me it was too. a good movie. Me too. But uh, apparently now they're being seen together again. Well, Benefer's, I mean, Benefer's on, the, on the hunt. He got tired of the, the other Jennifer who was phoning, so... I never paid attention to that shit. What was her name? I don't know. Chick from Alias. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just know that uh, that Jennifer Lopez broke up with the uh, baseball player guy or whatever. Robert, uh, Robert, not Robert Rodriguez. Rodriguez something. A-Rod? Alex Rodriguez? Maybe, yeah. yeah. The baseball player guy. I mean, that's the only famous baseball, <laughs> baseball player named Rodriguez. I, I, think, know, so. I think so. I think that's who it is, whatever. That they were... I don't know. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Right. I'm done. <laughs> All right, that'll wrap up this episode. (laughs) 
Jason Chandler here. This is Aaron Banyan. Jimmy Zabinet. All right. Peace. Later.